so so what's up here we are yeah you know that uh that white supremacist dude that ran over heather higher yeah rest in power mm -hmm. um he got uh, life in prison oh really yeah so that means he'll never see freedom again no obviously no mm. shame really yeah uh, yeah you know. oh man i uh oh man i wish i could <laughs> i wish i could give a shit i <laughs> my my thoughts and prayers like my pockets were full of thoughts and prayers this morning <sighs> and now all i have left are middle fingers so i couldn't give a shit if you gave me an ivy full of laxative like i just <laughs> oh fuck fuck that i hope he rots yeah like I hope every single minute in jail is just nothing but torture and regret. But with guys like him, like, you know, he might hook up with other white supremacists in jail. Yeah. And, you know, that'll be his new fam. Quote yeah. Unquote. Um, he'll get some sort of tattoo. Uh, but he looks so soft in all of his like mug shots. So he'll probably end up being somebody's bitch. Okay. Yeah. Um, or, you know, he could... Uh you know, he could probably just end up in solitary confinement and just end up, you know, brutalized and murdered by our uh, our prison correctional system, which is corrupt to the bone, mm. which is fine by me. Like, you know what? I, I I don't really give it that much thought. I'm just glad he's gone. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad he's gone. For, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I hope that this is uh, some sort of. Um, example to other white supremacists who feel like they want to go out in some sort of blaze of glory. I mean, I read an article one or two days before this uh, sentencing that tried to um, categorize his actions as transient immaturity. So it's almost like they were trying to say that he never actually grew up and fully understood how actions have consequences and I thought it was absolutely complete bullshit because it's just like, here we go infantilizing men, in particular white men, um, when it comes down to their actions. It's like, it's another... Uh, what's what's it called? What's it called? Transient? Transient immaturity. Transient immaturity. And it's like, it's like, so it's like another Brian Lochte. It's just like, oh, he's just a 30-something-year-old kid. It's like, no, no, no. When you're 30 something, you are a grown ass person. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's just I, he was he went to another country fucked up or, you know, talking about fucking Brock Turner, Mr. 20 minutes. Of, oh, uh, mother action. It's just yeah. like we got to ruin the rest of his life just because he raped somebody. It's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty much. That's exactly yeah. what it means. It's like and we're not doing it. He ruined his life. Yeah. I mean, he's an animal. He should be locked up in a fucking cage. Yeah, exactly. Um, so. You know, fuck these guys. Fuck him. Fuck this guy going to jail for life. Fuck any anybody who thinks their privilege can really get them anything in this day and age. Yeah. They could eat turds and mm. kick rocks. Because from robots versus taxes, me and, and you, he get, we they get no sympathy. Exactly. Oh, by the way, I don't think people know who they're listening to oh yeah that's right that's right i'm ernesto mancibo and i 
I'm Pablo Morale Martinez. And together we are Robots, Robots versus, versus Taxes Texas. on Radio Free Brooklyn. God damn it. Right. Now you guys, now it makes sense. We've set the tone. To, to what we were saying. It's just like, I thought this was, you know, democracy now, you know? <laughs> Like Amy Goodman sounds, you know, different. Yeah. And she's cursing a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no. No. That's, no. that's not what this is. It's just us. It's just us once again. Uh. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, those burps remind me of this show that I'm binging, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners are familiar with it. If you're not, you should check it out. It's on, um, oh, man. Stinks. God damn. It's the Domino's. Sorry. Man. All right. <laughs> oh, the paint's peeling. Anyway. <laughs> um, there's a show on YouTube called Hot Ones. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, that's where uh, celebrities of all different kinds of genres come on this show and they eat a... <laughs> they go down a gauntlet of nine chicken wings uh, covered in uh, different kinds of hot sauce that get progressively hotter. And um, seeing their reactions to this stuff, I mean, some of this stuff just looks evil, um, can go across the gamut. Some people take it like champs and they barely react and other people look like they are dying. And very often there are expulsions of gas, uh, both burping and other um, during the course of the interview. Um, so your burp reminded me Excuse me. I just had a burp too. Um, reminded me of that, which leads me to think that we need to do our own version of that. We need to get those genuine uh, hot sauces from the show and, and do like an abbreviated like four or five. No, wing. no, no. Yeah, I think no, we should. We no, no, no. Well, no, no, no. You know what? You did set down the gauntlet as to the I conditions did before the show under which. But now I realize we would the folly of my ways. No backsies. No, but. Uh, that's well, law. when you that's, put, that's law. <laughs> God damn you and your legal mumbo jumbo. Hey, listen, it's ironclad. Damn. <laughs> so I said to Ernesto that if we were to, um, if we were to to do this kind of hot ones experiment, uh, that I would have to either see like uh, I would have to uh, see a new review posted up on our. Uh, iTunes channel mm-hmm. or you know a, a new review show up on iTunes uh, preferably a good one uh, and eh. maybe perhaps an email just something that shows that our fans are out there or that we even have fans we have hey listen it was one or two episodes ago you let everybody know we have uh, Peruvian fans so I know. don't know if they even still listen you know oh but, I'm sure they do Okay. Well, if if they do, buenas tardes. <laughs> uh, and you know, if if you write us a review on iTunes, or if you uh, send us an email at robotsversustaxes at gmail dot com, uh, you know, we will. Uh, that's robots v is in Victor s is in Sam taxes at gmail dot com. Uh, then. Uh, yeah, then I'll go ahead with this hot ones experiment of which you speak and such and such and such. You dug your own grave, buddy, because it's going to happen. It's going to happen it's sooner rather than happen. later. It's yes, it, oh, 
Would you have some belief in our show? Like, I will have some. You know what? Our show. Look, I'll say. I'll say this much. Our show is goddamn great. Yes, it is. People, if they're not listening in, you guys are missing out. But tell your friends that we are the best show on this entire network. That's right. As which a, is also full of great shows and quality programming. Absolutely. I, I actually envy people who have yet to listen to our show yeah. because they're gonna have. Over a hundred episodes to catch up on. Oh, a, 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 an embarrassment, a travesty of riches. That's over a hundred hours of us in your ear holes. Yes, I almost feel like we should get like um, a, a a childhood version of uh, Anakin to do an intro for our show to be like. Now this is podcasting. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Oh man, you know what? I'm I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm definitely gonna do it. You're gonna I'm, find I'm, that kid. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna get one of my nieces and nephews to do it. Oh, yeah, that'd yeah, be yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um, so yeah, let's uh, let's let's dive into the deep end. Yes, yes, into the deep end. Which, all right, which uh, chasm are we gonna jump down this week? Um, what the fact that like. Trump joked about, uh, you know, well, for one, he was just like, hey, you know, to Putin because he had a meeting with Putin or some shit. Oh, their, and, their weekly brunch. Yeah, their weekly brunch. And then uh, he was just like, you know, Russia better not. And where he said this kind of like with a smile and a wink. Mm-hmm. Russia better not meddle in the 2020 elections. And uh, then he also joked about like, uh, you know that uh, he hopes that he wouldn't have to put away journalists like they do in Russia. So, uh, you know what? I I just said it. It doesn't, like, it. I feel like it doesn't matter because he does this shit, like, every so often he just, like, puts on the Bugs Bunny mask and he's like, ain't I a stinker? And then he, people just are just like, that. yeah, that's just, that's what he says. You know, And we move on. Karma can't come to that guy fast enough. Like, I feel like his karma is going to hit so hard that people just shouldn't be within a one mile radius of him. I just feel like it's going to just hit so hard. It's going to leave a smoldering crater wherever it hits, when it hits, you know, he's he's oh. to quote Nicolas Cage in face off. Don't go downtown. It'll get smart. <laughs> <laughs> I love that line. <laughs> Me too. It makes no sense. It's just like, oh man, that movie's so great. It's Nicolas Cage. It's like yeah. he could say whatever he wants. And it's just like, all right, cut and print. Sure, yes. <laughs> this is a good idea. I'm John Woo. And I approve this, you know. John Woo. He's still making stuff, right? Yeah, he's still making okay. shit. Yeah. All right. So hopefully, I don't know. I'd be willing to see a John Woo interpretation of our current. Uh, presidential administration um just done in a very like uh kitschy way you know oh, that's where he lives man you know it's, uh, it's a very hard-boiled esque. exactly it's where, just, like you know um warren's like i need to get down to, i need to break this case <laughs> and the only way to break it is by unloading clips <laughs> <laughs> just a motherload of bullets through like you know 
faceless governments exactly uh, you know maga heads that's i be because it would be less ridiculous than the reality that we're actually yeah of course so i mean him saying him just making the comment that of possibly disappearing uh journalists would would have completely destroyed anybody else's uh political career yeah in the past and now it's just sort of like uh like what it's he's made a complete mockery of any sort of seriousness that that office may have had like it's it's he's lowered the bar you know um i mean i i recently saw like a a replayed clip of uh kanye west announcing at the mtv awards or some shit like he's running for president in 2020 and like at this point i'm just like you know what he probably could toss his hat in and he'd probably get somebody to vote for him somebody yeah. Um Yeah, I mean like I don't I don't know. Uh I that that's hard for me to fathom. Mm-hmm. Like Kanye West throwing his head cuz that then it's just like, oh, you know, can we get the Kool-Aid guy to run too? Yeah, oh, seriously. Man. What about, you know, uh 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 you know, fucking I don't know. Uh, Ernest, let's dig him up. Oh my god. Around. Oh man! <laughs> At this point, even he'd be a better candidate. Yeah, like, that's right. Know. He's running on a pro Vern yep. uh, agenda. <laughs> All right, Vern. Oh, we are taking it back. Sorry for any youngsters <laughs> listening to this podcast. Yeah, yeah, right. Do yourself a favor. You know, just go ahead and stream those movies. You know, now that I say that out loud, I have to admit I've never seen that box cover in any of the uh, scrolling that I've done on the stick shit dude if they if they just poured like the entire earnest series on netflix i know exactly what i'm binging holy shit but it's kind of amazing that i haven't seen hide nor hair of that not even like on the uh super free and awful movies that they have on amazon prime video (laughs) and not all that and you know i watch some shit you know i'm i'm forever streaming like uh, alien theories and stuff like that. Why do you do this? I am a. Um, There's so much good stuff out there. I'm a masochist. That's oh, why. Um, but uh, yeah, but even in in that the streamings of that low budget hell, I've never seen any of the Ernest movies like pop up. It's almost like he he didn't exist. Like, what if we tried to search for his movies right now? And like we just couldn't find them, and nobody would acknowledge that they were ever made. Oh, dude! Like some kind of man- man- Mandela, Mandela effect. effect. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, I'm surprised you know about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you, that means you must watch garbage too. I I don't not watch garbage. <laughs> I mean, you know this about me. I love. I fucking love garbage. <laughs> um, you know, we watched Miami Connection together. Mm. We watched. Um, Another what? RVT recommendation. Yes, an RVT recommendation. We watched uh, The Room together. A uh, classic. Yes. We watched, what else? We watched Samurai Cop together. Samurai Cop. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Uh, we've watched ridiculous kung fu movies with uh, blatant violence against women. Uh, oh, yeah, but that that's, the, that's, that's like, I wouldn't categorize that as terrible. Um, oh, what? Look, look at look, hear my voice crack. What? It's just like that's not that also that's also not me advocating for violence against women. Wow. Um, okay. 
You know, you're talking about when we saw Iron Monkey. That's and, right. You know, uh, it's slapstick, cartoony, violent. You know what? I am. I, I'm going to show it up now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just trying to see you navigate so how to like, justify this stuff. I'm just, just like digging that hole. Um, it's like, ah, just dig up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So anyway. <laughs> but speaking of uh, digging oneself into a grave, <laughs> uh, have you folks watched the Democratic debates? Night one or night two? Because um, there were both very distinct flavors. Very distinct flavors. I'm talking about night two, though. Um, Night two your was bo- your boy Joe Joe Biden got my boy your boy holy shit your boy when of, did this happen out of both of us on this show you're the one who said his name more so he's your boy uh, yeah and in the so, context anyway of- moving on oh it's like you know he <laughs> his checkered history came back to haunt him yeah because. Uh, because Kamala Harris had a hankering for a spankering. Man. <laughs> Joe Beef Joe Biden. Did, Joe Beef Biden. Did not did not want to be Joe Biden at those moments. No, he, he didn't. Like, fuck. Dude, he was uh, uh, you know, and my wife talked about this. He was like, she was like, he's rusty. Mm. And I was like, Yeah, that rusty's not the word. Yeah. He, he's out of his element. He thought he was going to get the same um, privilege that politicians of the past have gotten, you know, when that stage was essentially just all white men as opposed to, you know, 90 percent white men. Um, And he started off exactly how a status quo politician starts. Folksy garbage. Mm. Oh, my goodness. uh, Oh, I hate that. Yeah. He's just like, you know, one of my, you know. Uh, farmers built this country. Farmers and uh, you know, quarrymen. I'm assuming that's what he said. Um, they always say some I'm shit paraphr- like that. I'm paraphrasing that, and I was just like, you know what he's leaving out about that whole uh, <laughs> thing? Uh, a, a, a little concept called a slavery. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm pretty uh, sure the infrastructure came from somewhere. Yeah, and I don't think the farmers did nah, it on their not own. Not the farmers. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man! What is this bit we're doing? I don't know. It's like they certainly—they uh, certainly wouldn't want us moderating those debates. Let's yeah. put it that way. Oh yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> we're just condescending the shit out of it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we end up getting into a fist fight with somebody. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Biden, most likely. Yeah. He's just like I'm gonna jump down. You know, he does that like dive. <laughs> like he just dives into like when he, when people go to crowd surfing, just like I'm gonna come down there and teach you whippersnappers uh, a folksy. Uh, uh, what's 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 uh, he's uh, he's gonna box our biscuits? Uh, <laughs> you know, what's what's one of those old timey phrases? I think you hit it right on that. A real biscuit bagger or something like that. Uh then then we just end up with the two nun. 2019 version of Mira Craig. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody's going to get that. YouTube Mira Craig. (laughs) Oh, it is an infamous moment. You know, just be like, I'm going to come down there and, you know, show you what's for. (laughs) 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 Hurley Burley. (laughs) Falls to his death. Um, (laughs) Just shatters into shatters on impact into like 10 pounds of Werther's, you know, so. But uh, but yeah, um, got so 
so for the most part, I felt that uh, taking it, you know, back to the back to the Democratic debate, I thought that uh, Bernie Sanders and Kamala Harris were like they were lighting shit up. Like they were they they came to fight. Like they came to win. Yes. Um, yes. But Kamala Harris came out with what I can only assume is a Bane versus <laughs> Batman, like crushing blow. Basically, she looked at Biden. She was just like, analyze this fight pattern. Let's kick his ass. And then she laid the smackdown on Joe Biden. You know, he went home and threw something against a wall. He yeah. was just like, I can't believe it. Screaming at his like handlers because, you know, they go through um, uh, practice debates on their own because uh, they're usually they hire a team that will be like, OK, you're going to get these tough questions and we want you to be ready to handle it. But nobody on his team prepared him for those questions, you know, because they didn't think that anybody was going to care Meanwhile, and I told you this would happen, that he would do something along the campaign trail that would make him fall on his face. And what did he do? He applauded two segregationist politicians. um, And guess who remembered that Mm. and was affected by his racist, his formerly racist policies? Yep. Kamala Harris. She's so like, the I chickens was, have come home to roost, everybody. She's like, I was one of those kids who were being bussed uh, when uh, the schools were desegregated. And it's just like, and in my state, like that happened. They finally implemented that years after that was actually put on the books. And Joe Biden tried to pass the buck to, you know, local municipalities and stuff like that. But she was just like, like that's the state's fault. She was just like. But you have the power on the federal level to enforce that, which is what you guys did with the initial integration, because the local municipalities weren't trying to hear that whole integration thing. That's why federal agents had to walk that little black girl into the school for her first day for her first day. That little girl, by the way, who's still alive, she's 65 years old and she's a teacher herself. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. So it wasn't that long ago. It's not ancient. I mean, the video was black and white, but yeah. like it wasn't that long ago. People like to think that the days of uh, segregation and formal apartheid were like ancient history. It's just like people still remember there. Are pe- there are people who are who still wax um, in a. uh sort of sarcastic way wax nostalgic about the days when they couldn't vote i mean most of us listening to this show i assume um have never known that day but there are people around who remember that who remember it like the way they remember their names so yeah but uh yeah joe biden got it pretty uh awfully uh during the debates i'm wondering how his poll numbers are going to be affected i mean I'm pretty sure he hasn't won any new support from communities of color. No, definitely not. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Uh, I, I I think that might... I mean, to me, I feel like what with, um, you know, uh, the, Hyde, the Hyde Amendment, the crime bill, the, uh, the fact that he, you know, um, was, uh, applauded two segregationists, right? Mm-hmm. 
uh, and Kamala Harris coming uh, coming around and saying, "Hey, your past is showing, and I can <laughs> see that from here." I mean, and, and I'm gonna spill the tea because you know you you fucked up now, mm-hmm. you know, and for him to come back and be like. You know, he had initially he he fought back and he was just like, "Well, that's not how it was. That's not how. It was. Oh, my, is that my time? Okay, I'm. Oh just, man, I'm gonna go now. There, there. You hand me my balls. There Thanks. has never Thank been you. anybody more happier for like the buzzer to sound. <laughs> he he looked like he was about to, you know, like you know, drop a diss track, and then he was just like, "Oh, no more time. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. we got a bit of respect. Yeah, you know, so it's like." Joe, man, I'm they call sorry. Me the hip hop abominus. My rhymes are bottomless, <laughs> and then it's like nothing else. It's just he—he he didn't have much. He was just like, uh, <laughs> Obama was cool, you know. So, <laughs> just like, I'm kind of stealing your line there because that—that's essentially what I it stole was. Your line too, but the, that's essentially what it was. Like, it's yeah. like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm—I'm I'm glad that he was there and he like. You know, he had our president's back during um, during his time in, in office, but that doesn't, you know, having the black friend doesn't excuse racism. And it's like, and I no. hope I hope that everybody sees this. Like, you know, for every person who's like, oh, I have a black friend, I married somebody black, or this, that, and the other. You know, you're talking about De Blasio when he pulled out his uh, "I have a black son" card. Well, you know, it's that's different. That's different. De Blasio has his problems for sure. But um, I think that the way he spoke about his issue, especially when it comes down to uh, police violence and police, uh, uh, the relationships that the police have with communities of color, um, it's important to speak up from your position of privilege, especially him being a white man and recognizing and not pulling putting the blinders on that like man i have a black son and even though you know he's my son and i'm somebody who's in politics and now i'm the mayor it's just like i still had to have this talk with him because he knows deep in his gut that it could be anywhere in brooklyn or manhattan and not every single police officer may recognize that you know this is the mayor's son and all it takes is is one or two minutes of stupidity from one of these police officers who has a chip on his shoulder and somebody ends up dead and then you try to, um, you know, say, oh, you know, he resisted or I thought he had a gun or I was afraid for my life and da 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 Right, right, right. And de Blasio knows that. So I, I have to applaud him a bit because he catches a lot of flack from the police union and police supporters because it's just like, oh, no, he's anti-cop. It's just like, no. If you were that close and actually saw black people as people and took a closer look at the situation, you would be worried too. You would know that there is a problem. You would have concern. And most people who are in blended families recognize that. It's just a shame that you have to get to that level of proximity in order to speak up. My issue with... uh, Oh, okay. Yeah, my issue with de Blasio... Hold on a second. I need. I'm trying to. Um, do I have a burp? No, I don't. Okay. So my issue with De Blasio is that uh, stop you before. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I was like trying to get it out, and this oh. is like it's all it's being all shy. Um, <laughs> so my issue with De Blasio is uh, is uh, almost the opposite of Tulsi Gabbard's uh, 
problem, mm. which is where Tulsi Gabbard has too much bad optics. Mm-hmm. Um, de Blasio has um, no optics. Okay. Uh, like hmm. New elaborate, York City, elaborate. New York City, for some reason, hates him. Yeah, I, I notice I notice that under every single post by the mayor's office on Facebook, there's always a bunch of people who are just like, oh, well, why doesn't he fix the potholes? And, bruh, 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 and he's not doing enough for it. Even when it's like really good stuff. Like, yeah. unfortunately, a uh, police officer one or two days ago uh, committed suicide. And um, they uh, were speaking to it in this post. And they posted... Um, a bunch of resources that people, police officers, as well as the general public, can reach out to for mental health and suicide prevention. And still, the comment section was just like, oh, he's not a police supporter. Fuck the boss, your blue lives matter. It's just like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. So, like, elaborate. Why is it, why do you think he gets so much hate? Um, you know, it's, it's kind of, to me, it's kind of puzzling. Because we voted in this dude twice. Yeah. Right? Um, I like him. I think he... I, look, here's the thing. I think he's fine. Mm-hmm. But fine doth not make a... Maketh a president. <laughs> um, I, third time I've made that joke. You're... Um, yeah. Your your Spaniard accent is coming yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you, sir? How dare you? So, um, so yeah. I, 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 I don't think he has enough optics and even the optics he does have they don't have glowing reviews about it i mean he's implemented some pretty good uh policies Mm -hmm. like off the top of my head my head the only one i could think of is that he provided free kindergarten for low-income families Mm -hmm. um I think he provided free kindergarten for all families. Yeah. Um, for so free preschool, I believe preschool actually, yeah. and kindergarten. Yeah. So, uh, in that respect, you know, I think that's a that's really great. On the other hand, I have no idea what his platform is. Do you? I think he's just trying his best to bring some sort of equity and resources to the city. Like he was. Uh, under his administration, he helped to set up uh, NYC Well, which is a resource that people can reach out to to get hooked up for with uh, mental health uh, resources, which is something that uh, a lot of people in the city need and probably didn't have the first idea in terms of how to have access to it. But, you know, you saw the advertisements all throughout the subway. Like if you feel isolated, if you feel alone, if you're fe- feeling suicidal, like you don't have to be alone. You can call this number. And a lot of people reach out to it. And I, and I got to say, personally, as somebody who's reached out to it, they are a really great uh, resource because it's not only about calling and getting in, in, getting hooked up to resources, but they also do follow-ups with you. They will call you back several times and um, see if you're doing okay or if you followed through or you know this, then, the other. I mean, if you don't pick up, there's only so much they can do, but... I didn't know you reached out to it. Yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. That's how I got uh, hooked up uh, with my therapist. Oh, okay. So they, so that's how that connection uh, came about. And um, they do follow-ups. Uh, if, you, if they talk to you about resources, uh, like phone numbers and emails on the call, they'll be like, listen, if you'd like, I will email it to you. 
um, as soon as this phone call is, is done. And every time they've said that to me, they've done it. Um, that's pretty awesome. So that's that's super cool. Also, Bill de Blasio has been working on trying to bring more equity to uh, the high school admission process and uh, not keeping those who have resources zoned to schools that receive more resources. Um, meanwhile, the the rest of the population gets sort of like pushed off to the sides to schools that don't get that much uh, support. Um, this has gotten so, some parents like in an uproar because they're like, well, what about my kid who studied hard all these years? And then some kid who doesn't get as good grades as, uh, grades as him or her, you know, gets into the school because X, Y, because of some quota and this, then the other. It's just like he doesn't understand. It's just like your kid is not going to fall through the cracks if they've done good work. What we are doing is opening up uh, these uh, different schools to communities that simply don't have access either by zoning or uh, being underserved in the schools that they are in like they deserve a chance especially if they show promise and i and i think all those are great policies right but i mean in terms of his political platforms for the country mm -hmm. i don't know what those are Oh, uh, he didn't state them. That's right. He didn't state them. Yeah, no. Like I'm, like I said, like like his policies that you're listing off, wonderful, right? Mm -hmm. um, for New York City. Mm -hmm. That being said, he's also kind of a thankless hero because um, uh, maybe I shouldn't say thankless hero, but he's also uh, he's going through this kind of uh, this mayoral position in a thankless way because New York City, for the most part either doesn't really care mm -hmm. or like they they or they, they just straight up hate him uh, and I feel like that negative buzz was generated by the police union um, by, by by the police union when he uh, when he essentially was just like he, when he did that whole explanation of how he had to speak to his son about police violence yeah so uh and on his current, like, I don't, uh, A, I don't know his current platform right now. And B, um, when he was on that debate stage, he also didn't make himself look very well when he kept trying to talk over Elizabeth Warren. Mm. Um, mm. I felt, I now now I feel like because there's such scrutiny on dem Democratic candidates, yeah. especially with somebody who has such a lack of optics mm. as he does, uh to speak over a woman nowadays, yeah, bad move. Uh, for sure, for sure. I mean, so, his campaign certainly could use uh, some work. And uh, you know, I'll be honest. As much as I like him, he's not my first choice for right. for for president. But um, sometimes I feel that people run not just to actually get the job, especially uh, for president, but perhaps bring certain issues to the forefront. And start giving them more visibility to be considered, if not in this election cycle, um, in the in the following election cycles uh, after that. Um, look, for example, like Marianne Williamson. I was just going to ask you about Marianne Williamson. Like she, I remember you texted me last night. You were like, "Who is this lady?" And yeah. I'm like, "And I'm like, I've been following her for the last little while." The thing that got her on my radar is that she, um, she sort of popped up talking uh, very passionately and. Uh, deeply about reparations for African-Americans or anybody who has lineage back to slavery in this country. 
And that's a pretty bold way to start your campaign because even in this day and age where it's still where it's starting to gain steam, it's still not the most popular platform um, because everybody uh, has such a limited view in terms of what that actually means. Um, and e even even black people have a somewhat limited uh, viewpoint on what that means, because I think the general consensus, um, especially if you speak to uh, the the biggest demographic in this country is that it's just, you know, cutting people a check, which is not what it is at all. Will some people get a check? Sure. As well, they should, because they're still walking around from being um, from basically being robbed in this uh, in this country uh, throughout the 50s, 60s and 70s. But it's more about evening the playing field uh, to communities that have essentially been victims of kleptocracy. Um, and I feel that she's starting the conversation. So by her stepping onto the stage, um, I feel she's starting to lend a certain amount of credence uh, to the subject. That being said, she came off a little nuts. <laughs> Thank you. I'm look, I'm glad you said that because like I like w with regards to reparations and stuff like Warren's running on a platform of like she has that in her wheelhouse. Mm -hmm. Uh and, you know, she didn't bring it up on debate night, mm -hmm. uh, but uh, Marianne Williamson did, and I'm glad she did. But, however, that being said, um, something wrong with that lady. What did she say about love? She uh, said uh, she was talking. It was in a closing statement. She was talking pretty much directly to Trump, and she was, and she... She made some sense. Don't get me wrong. She was just like, his platform is built on people's fear. And that's what he used to get forward. And he was like, then the only way to defeat fear is with love. And look, I get the philosophy behind that, but it's not a, um, it's not the thing to say to get people to rally to your cause. Not because it's not true, but it comes across a little like hippy dippy, you know? It does. It's, you uh, know, like I, like I, like, I understand that, but... She gave us about two answers that I was just like, what are you doing here? Uh, which one was that whole thing about, like, you know, we've got to beat Trump with the only weapon we have, the fifth element, love. And I was like, uh-huh. And then she came out and she said, um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When they asked her about... Uh, she just chimed in and she was just like, you know, you guys can talk about policies all you want. But, uh, you know, Trump came in with only one policy, which was make America great again. And then she offered no policy of her own, mm. no platform, no, none, of, none of the none of the talking points that uh, that help kind of develop uh, our view of what her plan is. I, I think. I think that's what the love thing was supposed to be, but it just didn't read. Ooh, love does not governing make. It, it didn't read. And here's the thing. Like, I I actually, from what I've read about her and listened about her, she's a very smart woman. She's not, uh, she's not a lightweight by any measure. But the thing about the first Democratic debate, um, it's not just about presenting your ideas and policy, is that you want to have a sound clip that people are talking about the next day. That's why people stepping up and being somewhat dramatic during the debates is uh was part of the game it's sort of like kamala harris as much as i like her that whole you know 
people don't want to see a food fight. They want to know how we're going to put food on the table. And I was like, all right, mom. (laughs) But the thing is, it was well, it was well delivered. That, that that kind of, that, 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 but that actually uh, rubbed me the wrong way when she said that. I was just like, okay, I guess we're all grounded now. But the thing is, it was well delivered because, you know, we watched Biden and Sanders like going back and forth, you know. Two crotchety old white guys just yeah, sort of you know, just like, you know, I'll take you behind the bleachers yeah. and show you what for, you know. <laughs> um, and she was just like, guys, please, you know, tweet it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> she didn't say it in that those cool terms. But she it, said it in like. But that's she how she said it in like an angry parent kind of way. But the or, thing is, but that's how it painted her. Had, had it been like, you know. Buttigieg and you know oh, Buttigieg and, and one of the rest you know it wouldn't have read the same way but it was because she was literally sandwiched between these two old white guys right, right, right. and it's just like holy shit you know the young the young black woman you know spoke up and like silenced it like um, I'm just glad she didn't do like a finger snap or anything like that because that would have <laughs> that been, is totally not even her character. it's not her thing but it's just like sometimes candidates get so dramatic during uh, these debates because they they need to get out in front you know um that they they get kitschy you know that's or at least some of them do so um i'm uh, essentially that's that's what it was all about um Buttigieg as as much as i like his spirit um he's inexperienced he's He's and he's too center. He's he's a centrist. He 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 is centrist. I, but I have to put it this way. I do I do I did appreciate his moment of honesty when uh, they were talking about. Um, it had to do with the policing in his district and stuff like that. Uh, and, South Bend, Indiana. And he was just like, we couldn't get it done. You know, he's just like, we tried there. There's a lot of suffering going on in our community, but, you know, we, we couldn't get that particular thing done. It's just like I never hear that from politicians. It was kind of it was kind of refreshing. Um, I, I, I liked it as well, but um, it, it, it didn't change my mind about him. And I want to hear um, Yang sound like he sound like he knows what he's talking about, because that poor guy. <laughs> Oh my God! He, it seems like he got totally lost in his own answer. He he got first of all he started off on the wrong foot because he zoned out. Yeah, um, he zoned out. They were asking him about something that was specifically tailored to his platform, and he, <laughs> I think the lights just got in his eyes, and he was like, "I'm sorry, what did you ask?" Yeah. <laughs> um. So he, yeah, he did look like he he got lost in uh, in his own in his own world. I, I like his theory. Universal basic income. I think, I think it's, um, I think it's an evolution on how we lift up society as a whole. And we've seen, uh, smaller versions of this work in other countries. There is the question of like, well, how do we make it work in a country that has, you know, uh, hundreds of millions of people as opposed to a few tens of millions of people, if not less. Um, and that's, you know, that's a valid argument. But at the same time, in this world, we have all sorts of microcosms and macrocosms that work on both levels and some that don't work. I, but I think at the end of the day, it is worth it to do really serious research into it because 
going into the future, maintaining the same system that we have now, especially with the widening wealth gap, is just not going to bode well for this country at all. Like we're laying the groundwork for the destruction of this country yeah. if it keeps on going that way. Um, you know, and I, I, I like Andrew Yang's um, universal basic income platform. But you like the cut of his jib. I do. And I also like I I just love seeing uh, people of color on that on that debate stage. For sure. Um, sure. And, you know, it's kind of sucks to see that he he reflects a kind of inexperience Mm -hmm. um, to not only to the debate stage, but just in the political arena that he can't seem to get off the ground. So, yeah. Yeah. um, which Maybe. is amazing because he's he was a CEO, you know. So yeah, yeah, he, yeah. So he's used to, you know, it, he's not a dumb guy by any stretch of the imagination. No. But it's, it's like it's like any change of career. Like there are, it's not just about being smart. It's it's knowing how to maneuver the room. You yeah. Know? And guys like, you know, Biden and Sanders, and to a certain extent, uh, Warren and Kamala, like they, you know, they know the game. They, yeah. They've been around the block. Yeah. They know how to you know, dance around that ring, you know, that's yeah. uh, some of these younger guys and women are going to fall by the wayside. But I hope that doesn't discourage people for the future because it shows that the arena is changing. I mean, we have people like uh, um, Omar and uh, AOC now in the Senate who are and Rashida Tlaib, you know, it's like just young fresh faces who are coming with new ideas and changing the landscape and shaking things up in a good way and making sense making sense and learning along the way it's just like that's what it should be not just the old guard hanging on until you know they're dragged out right 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 yeah well i mean like you talk about aoc rashida talib and 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 ilha and omar and all i hear are like presidential candidates yes oh my god like i can't wait to 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 vote in that election yes oh that's gonna be oh if 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 people thought that the youth were um uh, were galvanized in the past wait till one of them runs yeah like it's going to be it's going to be crazy and even at, like we're we're sorry we are starting to see a dynamic shift in progressive politics, right? Uh, because uh, especially here in New York, right? We got AOC, mm-hmm. and we uh, like, and, and she's like a pro like pro Bernie candidate. Like she's mm-hmm. very like she's with Bernie. She's with Warren. Um, and then now in, uh, as for the district attorney of Queens, we have Tiffany Kavan. Yes. Um, who won big this past week. Yes. Um, as part of the district, like uh, now she's the Queens district attorney and she's a progressive. She's pro Bernie. You know, she's a justice Democrat. And with that, I'm Pablo Morale Martinez. And I'm Ernesto Mancibo. And together we are robots Robots versus taxes on radio free Brooklyn. That's right. Uh, whew, let's. Geez, that was a lot of politics. Hey, it's two two nights of debates, and yeah. you know all the regular shit that goes on. Uh, we didn't even get to Eric Swalwell, but whatever. Who cares? Hey, we can jump in next week. I mean, and Hickenlooper, and uh, if the world is still Bennett, one piece. Oh, 
So uh, many. Uh, AKA, and all the rest. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, they float by us like the TV, Santa's little helper, the cat, and Maggie. Yeah. <laughs> little Bart. <laughs> little Lisa. Little Marge. She misses for some reason. And all the rest. So, um, dude... I'm not. I'm not going to see the uh, this re- quote unquote re-release of Endgame this weekend. Um, what the fuck? I know. I know. <laughs> I was surprised at myself too. Let me fr- let me phrase that in a more tactful, <laughs> subtle way. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> That's why. Be- That's better. <laughs> yeah. So so. The thing is, we. Uh, we waited in the virtual queue for initial tickets for this movie to go on sale. Um, and we got tickets for an 11.45 p.m. show on opening night. Worth every penny. Yes. I'm not saying it's not. And we went and we got a tremendous movie, a wonderful a wonderful wrap-up to the past 11 years of MCU movies. Um, this movie has broken so many records, and it's like... It's about 40 million, if not a little less, behind uh, the all time grossing movie uh, at the top of the list right now worldwide, which is Avatar, James Cameron's Avatar. So, these extra little bits that are being added to the movie are essentially a play to try to get it there. And I'm not blaming Disney at all for trying yeah, it because it's, it's, just it's another swing at Avatar. Because Avatar has had re releases as well. However,. Um, movies is expensive uh, first of all and second of all <laughs> I felt like they made a very specific artistic decision to not hit us off with a post credit deleted scene or any other goodies after the credits you know they made that decision and then to add it all of a sudden it just feels it doesn't feel what it is. It is a cash grab. And I feel a little slighted because I have st- we all stayed the entire time over the past 11 years past these credits. I mean, it essentially created a new movie culture where you just stay past the credits, yeah, yeah, exactly. even to like movies that you don't know, you know, don't have, you know, uh, post credits. Uh, I'm looking at you, Gili. Um <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know where That's the most random movie. <laughs> I don't know where I pulled that from. And and then for us to still stay past the credits and not get anything, and they're just like, oh, but we're adding it now. I just feel a little, uh, you know. And and it's gonna be. First of all, they're releasing, <laughs> they're releasing it on video, um, probably digital video at the end of July, and then on DVD, Blu-ray, in mid-August. So that material is gonna be on it anyway. So I don't know. This is what I'm going to do. This is I, this is the deal I'll make you on YouTube. Oh, you're going to make me a deal. I'm okay, make, all right, all right. let's make a deal. All right. On YouTube, uh, it's going to be Murph. D- <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> I just watched that last week. I still love that line. Um, if uh, on on YouTube, everybody's going to cover what these post credits are. There'll be you know spoiler filled uh, reviews. If that post credit scene on top of all the theories that are floating out there now um, is like one of these blockbuster adds new detail to the MCU. Then I'll go see it. 
If it's just more fan service, I don't know if I could do it. Look, and I, I like fan service. Yeah, I'm nothing if not a sucker for shameless um, gimmicks, and uh, I, I'm totally gonna go. Yeah. I, I have to go. <laughs> Have you bought your ticket the, yet? The movie commands me. <laughs> no, I haven't bought a ticket you, yet. You are dedicated. Yeah, I am. I am fucking dedicated. I, have, I just have to. It's just, Good. You you tell me if it was worth it. Okay. It, it's probably look. Uh, in all honesty, it probably won't be, <laughs> and I'll probably have been scammed out of my money. <laughs> in any case, I have no defense. I have no fault. <laughs> I have nothing. <laughs> That's that's just how I feel about it. But what I am looking forward to, though, is Spider-Man Far From Home. That movie looks like it's going to be fun as hell. And it's going to put a nice um, period mark on phase three. Like there's so much that I feel that they're going to insinuate in this movie. I mean, just on top of that, it just looks great. You know, it's like a proper Spider-Man film. But with Mysterio... Uh, his truth or lies in terms of the multiverse. Um, all the characters that are in it are said to be in it. Uh, whatever the post credits are going to be. I feel like it's going to be super awesome. One thing that I really like from all the promo material from Spider-Man home, uh, far from home is, uh, when it's just a shot of, uh, MJ in Spider-Man's arms. Oh yes, And it looks, it looks like the most frightening, thing to ever happen to a human being she looks so and it, it looks re, ultra realistic too yes um she looks scared out of her goddamn mind and i was just like yeah yeah that's how it looks i i feel like it's it's om- swinging through the city i feel like it's like a bit of throwing shade back to uh mary J. was it in the first spider-man or the second spider-man where she it was in the first spider-man yeah and she you know he's swinging with her and she's She's holding on to him and looking over. She's so like, wow, what have you, you know? This is cool. This is cool. No, it's just no, like, no, no. it's a human being on essentially a string of silk yeah. swinging through the city. <laughs> exactly. With on one arm. <laughs> on one arm like this freak. Yeah. Just, you know, you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. You know? He could throw her through a building window. <laughs> He could just like she could just end up impaled on a fucking uh, a flagpole, like he, just sticking out the wrong way. He's Spider Man. He could be taking you somewhere to cocoon you. Exactly. Like- <laughs> How do you know he's hundred percent human? He's just gonna put lay eggs in your stomach. Um. So Spider Man rated R. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So um, you know, fuck. You you really hit it hard with uh, Avengers Endgame. I'm sorry. I just I just no. I've been holding on to that it. nugget for a little while. I keep thinking now. I keep thinking about it, and I feel like remember. Do you did you ever see the movie Liar Liar? I when, I did. Yeah, when Jim Carrey goes to that lot to get his uh, his car out of impound, and he's just like, um, uh, you know, the the lock guy hands him the 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 invoice mm-hmm. for you know how much it's going to cost to get his car out and he's just like oh my god how do you sleep at night he's like all right he's just like you know i could take you to small claims court but that would just mean that i would be wasting precious hours <laughs> and i'll probably just ending up end up paying the same amount anyway <laughs> so you know so you're just 
taking this this bill and you're shoving it up my ass. And he's like, oh, you've been here before. And that's how I feel like Marvel is treating me right now. Oh, man. Look, don't get me wrong. It's not like I didn't have that fanboy temptation. But like, I don't know. I'm just like, guys, you got to you got to do better than this. You already you already got us. You could have really gotten us by just throwing it all in there. You know, we were expecting it. I, f- I feel a little slighted too. You know, it's just like we all waited past the credits. It's just like you should, you could have gave us something, something. Oh, man, I'm like Invader Zim. I'm like, the pants command me. Do not ignore my veins. You know, don't listen to those two assholes. What? The Russo, the Russos. The Russos. Don't they? You know. Oh, they, whatever. They were fucking us before this movie. They're oh, fucking us after this movie. They're it's providing just like, us with quality entertainment. Oh, fuck them. You know, and they're genius. <laughs> You don't say this shit about Zack Snyder and he ruined your entire childhood superhero for you. First of all, Man of Steel was great. Man of Steel. Oh, fuck. Are you fucking kidding me? With I can't even do this. Right Man now. of Steel was great. I don't care what you say. I think you just hate him because I don't know. Man of Steel was great. It was. It was all right. It wasn't like you call it great. That's grandiose. I'm a fan of tons and tons of collateral damage. Okay. <laughs> I got. I, I don't have. Uh, I'm at a loss for words frequently tonight. Now that I say that out loud, I think that might be a problem. Yeah, that, that might be something. So, <laughs> so that's a good place to wrap it up. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I'm gonna go get some help. Okay. Good. <laughs> You do that. <laughs> so for both of us here, I'm Pablo Morali Martinez. And I'm Ernesto Mancibo. And uh, together we are Robots, Robots versus, versus Taxes Texas on Radio Free Brooklyn. And while you're out there, you could try keeping it real. But you should try keeping it right. Song of the Week. Welcome to Ace Robbie. Talks for the Silver Stars. Tonight's the incredible, incredible, incredible.